Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. This is Jenny G. Perry, and you are listening to Goddess and Gab. And I just had a little bit of a fangirl moment for just a minute. <laughs> I told Jennifer that I, um, she's like a little bit of an Oprah to me. Those of you who do not know Jennifer McLean, tell them a little bit about you. <laughs> uh, well, that, that that's a that's a big uh, big shoes to fill, but uh, Oprah shoes uh, doesn't doesn't uh, feel like that would be me. But I get it. You know, there's lots of people um, uh, in my audience who have uh, played with me for a long time, and and are are we have fun when we get to meet. Let's just put it that way. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing in um, the world of spirituality for um, since I was 16. Uh, and I, it's actually not spirituality. It is just the world of me. Let's just put it that way. It's now just me. It's not a spiritual path. It's not woo-woo. It's not anything but just me doing my thing. And um, <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing my thing for, uh, for, since I was 16. I'm 54 now. And what that looks like is discovering who I am more and more and more. The I am is a really important piece of the puzzle. <clears throat> now, the journey started in corporate America. I was a business strategist for 25 years. I specialized in startups, and I created my own system of marketing and business, uh, business, uh, business creation called Credibility Branding. And then uh, at the same time, I was also a healer in my late 20s I, I, and early 30s. I trained for many years to become a healer, a vibrational healer. Uh, never the twain shall meet uh, were those two lives. I had two separate lives, the life of a healer where I had a part-time practice and the life of a business strategist in corporate America. I helped to launch Yahoo Canada in 1995. So I was at the early days of the internet, the early days of technology, the early days of the startup, the, the, the boom and the bust and the mini boom and the bust again. And I did it all and uh, got burnt out and said, okay, I'm finally going to be a healer. I applied my system of marketing to create my healing practices and it ended up being a business called Healing with the Masters. And uh, it was really fun. Oh, Healing with the Masters has been so fun. We've reached almost a million people. I've been inter uh, interviewing the leaders in the leading top healers on the planet, the leaders of new thought, um, uh, human potential, uh, you know, Wayne Dyer, Marianne Williamson, Deepak Chopra, those kind of people is who I've been playing with. Uh, Marcy Shymoff, Jack Canfield, and, uh, and that was pure name dropping, but, uh, but, <laughs> but I truly, truly, it's been, I've been so blessed. It's like, those were my Oprah moments, you know, when Neil Donald Walsh said yes, in my second season and we've since become really good friends uh you know marcy shimoff is one of my dearest friends and i kind of pinch myself sometimes to go what now some of your audience might not know some of these people but uh they're like the oprah of of new thought let's put it that way and uh and i have been so incredibly blessed to generate a, a wonderful business um and more importantly a wonderful expansion and healing for myself by playing with these amazing people and then 
and then using my own system of healing, spontaneous transformation technique, to discover more and more and more of the I am that I am. And, and when I've done that, honestly, my life has, has blossomed. <clears throat> my life has created these amazing opportunities to meet my heroes. Not, and to not only meet them, but interact them and eventually become friend, friends with them. It's blossomed in, in my own healing work and my expansion work has created miracles in my business that have allowed me to reach um, almost a million people on this planet, assisting them in seeing and understanding and, and revealing their, the true the truth of who they are as beings of magnificent magnificence, uh, beings of love, being of potentiality that is beyond anything you can imagine. Uh, and so that's my mission now is to help as many people on this planet as possible to see who they truly are. And when they do, man, oh man, they are able to manage their lives in ways that that these ex crazy extreme times don't impact them as dramatically and and not only don't impact them but they become these little prisons of of light and expression that allow the people around them friends families colleagues to find peace in their life and you know it may not seem that way but we are getting really 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 close to what um carl jung called uh the uh critical mass of transformation and uh and that's in part why the life seems so weird out there. Anyway, I've kind of gone off on a tangent, but that's kind of a little bit about who I am. And uh, uh, I really, as you can tell, love talking about me. So enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> just, just Jennifer, I love you. Are you kidding me? That's what I, I told Jennifer before we started recording that when she said yes, because I'm like, you know, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to ask her because we have been Facebook friends, you know, for, I don't know if it's been, you know, since 2011, I think possibly, yeah, but uh -huh. Anyway, so I, I yeah, you know, I love you. you. Yeah. I love you, and I love watching you, and I love how you talk, and I love your authenticity. I've really enjoyed uh, being Facebook friends. Truly, I have. It's been fun. Thank you. But was when you said yes, I call it my girlfriend, and I'm like Karen. You are never, ever, ever, and I literally speak like this. <laughs> Who's going to come on? And she was like, ah, like because you did bring so many people to us. Where I remember listening. Like it was my job, okay, to every interview and, and, you know, writing down notes, like just scribbling them down. I'm like, yes. And one of the things that I really liked about you, though, was that I, for years, like before I even found Healing with Masters, I found Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I was like, that's it. I'm just going to become Dr. Wayne Dyer. I'm never going to be angry ever again. I'm just going to be like Zen. And I sucked at that. I was like, this, this How'd that work out for you? Oh, my God. Yes. Fiery redhead from Jersey. Yeah. So... So when you would talk about, um, and I'm trying to think if it was an episode with your friend, uh, is it Mary Hall, that's your friend yes. that you might have been talking about this, where you were talking about like your own anger and like having moments of anger. And I was like, shut the front door. She has them. I was like, wait, you can be spiritual and still be angry because that's still something that I see that we're, that people have an issue with. Like you can't take action. You can't be angry. Like that means you're not spiritual. And when uh. you were so authentic, I... I just, to me, I was like, I like her even more because it, it felt like there wasn't this facade that you had, which yes. sometimes people do, you know, in, in the spiritual industry. It's just, they don't mean to, but it's just, you know, um, that a way of being very authentic that I could relate to. And I was like, okay, so she's still working on stuff, but it didn't make me think like that you weren't amazing. I was just like, that's so awesome that she can like explain her process for me. 
So that's yeah. just, I remember that was a big yeah, thing it's, to me. It's really, uh, my, I mean, the, my spontaneous transformation is 100% about um, using those moments of triggers. So I, I've had uh, millions, <laughs> uh, you know, and um, I had, listen, when I'm angry uh, I or or envious or judging or sad or grieving or you know these emotions are incredibly important to me they're the pathway to healing they truly are and we've we've repressed them and it's part of what's going on in the world right now is we've repressed so much and suppressed so much in the name of of religion and in the name even of spirituality uh, to me spirit, the dogma of spirituality has become just that it's become dogma it's become yet another thing that distracts us from ourselves we, we've created a bunch of of new rules in the spiritual realm that say what we can and can't do and so i i'm throwing everything out uh, all of that stuff out and i'm trying this new thing of just being me right of just being me and encouraging all of you to be you now when I'm angry, grand noise there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm crossing the street. I, I, luckily, we, we don't have much more than that. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're still there. Uh, and that it wasn't just, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. So life shows up just like that, right? Where we get distracted. <laughs> we get distracted by life. And, and then what do we do? We react to it. And we say, well, that wasn't okay. That wasn't, that wasn't this. It was that. And what we do is we throw meaning at it. We say, this is what it is because we don't feel safe. And so everyone who has, a, has anger or has envy or has judgment or has any of that stuff is doing it for a really good reason. They are doing it because something happened. They're doing it because of a belief that was formed out of something happened. Um, so can I tell you a little story to kind of illustrate this? Oh, of course. Cause this, I just want to say that what, from my perspective with the spiritual yeah. communities, especially, um, you know, after the election happened is there was very much this shaming if people cared and you're light workers and you should be this. And I've never seen more cult like people sometimes in spiritual communities yeah. with law of attraction. And I'm just like, don't shame people for yes. feeling cause they're feeling whatever they're feeling. That's Especially right. empaths, we pick up everything. That's right. That's right. You're feeling what you're feeling, and you're feeling it for a really good reason. So, okay, I'm going to tell you a little story. This is an analogy, and this analogy is going to show, share with you what trauma is and what happens when we have a moment of trauma. And by the way, every single person on the planet has had trauma. Now, have you ever, the first trauma is birth, right? We come, a big, huge baby comes through a tiny little tunnel. Right. That's our first trauma. Okay. <laughs> so everyone on the planet has experienced trauma. We did, you know, we came down to not necessarily the easy planet, right? We, we came down here actually to play with these things. Okay. So we have trauma and what happens is we, we form the, an event happens. And in that moment, we formed a set of conclusion about who we are and what life is. We form a set of conclusions that are like, I'm not good enough, or they're not good enough, and that makes me not, not good enough, or um, I should be happier, I should be less happy, I should be more vibrant, I should be quiet, I should be louder, I should be... All of these wild c conclusions, usually warped, 
conclusions happen out of a moment of trauma. And trauma can be as, as intense as abuse or equally as intense. It could be your second grade teacher calling you up to the front of the room to humiliate you, even though that wasn't what their intention was, but that's what it felt like. That's trauma. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little story. There's a little boy, and he's had the most amazing day. It's a beautiful summer day. The temperature is just right. The sun is shining. There's a breeze and the bright green leaves all around him. He's gone to the skateboard park and he landed a whole bunch of tricks. He's been trying to land forever. He's had a blast with his friends. His friends and him have laughed and laughed and laughed at all kinds of fun stuff. He's just had a miraculous day. Now he's walking home and he finds a stick. You know, when you find that one of those great sticks, it's like, that's a great stick. He picks it up and he starts playing with the stick and he starts tapping along the fences as he's going. And from beats based on white picnets, of this, right? And so what happens is this Rottweiler in that yard, he doesn't, the little boy doesn't know about it, and there's a little fault in his collar. And so this white picket beat <laughs> is just bringing this Rottweiler to a throth. And he lunges and the he lunges at the little boy and the the it breaks, the collar breaks, he dives over the fence and starts chasing the little boy. And the little boy is now running for his life. And the, the Rottweiler grabs the scuff of his pants and he falls and he skins his knees. And just as the Rottweiler is about to pounce, the owner and a neighbor and a mailman comes out and stops the Rottweiler, calms him down. The little boy is just distraught. And he runs, he just gets up and runs as fast as he can, as he can home. He walks in the front door, and the first thing his mom says, who's also dealing with a husband who's traveling and his six brothers and sisters who are each having different you know, challenges going on, and she is frazzled beyond measure. She looks him up and down and says, you're okay. And then she says, you're okay, buck up, get over it, go upstairs and clean up. And then she says, where the hell is your skateboard? And she yells at him for not having his skateboard. Right, So he runs up the stairs, crying his little eyes out, runs into his room, slams the door. And that's the story. Okay, So that is the story of trauma. <clears throat> and every single one of us have had versions of that story. Now, here's what happened. In that moment, he went from absolute bliss to running for his life. And that's often what happens with trauma. We move from one state to another in a very extreme way. And in that moment, that little boy made a set of conclusions about what life is. He made conclusions like, if I'm too happy, that it's dangerous. If I'm too happy, I'm not safe. Um, if life is going too well, something horrible is about to happen. You see those conclusions? They're, they just happen. Um, he, so many he, people have that too. That's right? like such a common thing. It's crazy right? that you said that. Mm-hmm. And then he runs home and then a whole bunch more. So it's not just one belief that was formed. We're talking dozens of belief layered on top of each other from that one incident. He runs, when he gets into the house, my brothers and sisters are more important. My mom doesn't see me. How dare she scold me for losing something when I almost died? And how could she not blah, blah, blah. You see it? Dozens mm-hmm. and dozens and dozens of beliefs were formed in that moment. Now those beliefs create coping mechanisms. And those coping mechanisms create patterns. So a coping mechanism looks like, I'm not going to be happy. 
I'm not going to get too happy. That'll keep uh, me safe. Mm-hmm. Right? That'll keep me safe. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not certainly not going to hang out with dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't you know, trust the universe. I'm not going to trust life, right? Right. And I'm not going to commit a coping mechanism is I'm not going to commit to a relationship because it's, it will ultimately result in not being supported. And you see this? So these are the coping Mm -hmm. mechanisms. Now these coping mechanisms and this whole thing now creates the fabric of our very universe, right? So now we have some universal laws that are based on these beliefs, universal laws, laws of I'm not safe. Universal laws of um, no people don't see me or respect me, especially if something's going wrong. I'm alone. Okay, so these are the universal laws that now create the fabric of our very universe. And all of us have these individual core beliefs that create a vibrational resonance in our field of being. In our, and just imagine we all have our own universe. Now, let's take this to the next level. Okay, so anyone who walks into that universe has no choice but to respond to the vibration of that core belief. So in my case, I have one that's I'm not respected. So for many, many years, I believed that so strongly for good reason, by the way, right? Because of the things that happened in my childhood. I had a very, very, very intense and challenging childhood. And so I created, I had millions of incidences of trauma and I've created probably slowly but surely unwinding. Now, uh, let's say someone walks into my universe and I have this core belief of I'm not respected. They have no choice but to not respect me. The vibration is so strong. Have you ever had that, that moment, Jenny, when, you, when you've been with someone and you love them completely and you love hanging out with them, but every so often you say things to them that you would never say to anyone and you kind of leave it shaking your head a bit going, what the hell just happened? <laughs> I ne- I'm never like yeah. that. Right. That's because you entered their universe and you had no choice but to respond to the energy frequency of their Mm. core beliefs. Right. So. So now from here, we can see that everyone's doing the best they can. Everyone has really good reasons why they're acting and reacting the way they're acting and reacting. And there's a beautiful healing that's happening right now as, as uh, this is part of the spontaneous transformation technique is having a cognitive conversation that my, your minds are all chewing on this right now going, huh, what if, wow, interesting, that's fast. And your mind is starting to release some of these beliefs from your field of being right now. It's happening right now. In fact, there's a beautiful healing pulse here right now that I'm, I'm tapping into. There we go. <laughs> I don't know if you can feel that, but there's an unwinding happening for everyone who's listening. I can. That's it. And it's really a beautiful pulse. So it's a simple, simple healing now is a very simple act of shining the light of consciousness on some new ways of thinking. And when the new ways of thinking is, is basically planting brand new beliefs that create a different vibrational resonance in your field of being. And that's a woo-woo say, sound for the universe that is you is now has a different core universal law with a new belief. There we go. That just resolved. <clears throat> and that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I was just thinking though, 
if we look at the polarity that's happening, like we said, within the political and even spiritual, empaths, you know, become people pleasers because they want to fit in. So it's kind of like when you are dipping into some of these energies, you will say things that matches up with them. So you will be accepted. And what I feel is that there's a call for a lot of leaders. And in order to become a leader, you have to be uncomfortable with the fact that when you are in somebody else's universe, it's not going to match. That's That's my personal experience. And a lot of people that get overwhelmed, the reason why they're overwhelmed is because you're overwhelmed because you don't have a clear space of your boundaries and your energetic field. So you're mucking in everyone else's all the time. And then if you go on social media, you're still tapping into other people's stuff. So what do you say about people getting really clear on their boundaries like that? You know, it's really interesting. I have a slightly different take on that these days. Um, and it's, it's fascinating because now that I see that everyone has a really good reason for the way they're behaving, it allows me to that everyone is doing the best they can. Everyone is acting from these old things that occurred and the conclusions they made and the pattern, the beliefs that happen, the coping mechanisms that happen and the patterns that show up. So as a result, um, boundaries to me are, are something that's, it's, it's a, it's an, for a spiritual person, it's an intention that can't happen, that Mm -hmm. can't happen by just by just saying, I want this, or, or, or by saying, I have boundaries. It happens from claiming your power. <laughs> it happens from having compassion for the parts of you that got hurt, that got in those moments of trauma and and stopping in the midst of your reaction to me uh it comes from from a paradigm of the mind that is seeking safety so instead when we're in a moment of trigger that is showing us what our beliefs are it's showing us what we believe. It's showing us these old core beliefs. So if I'm in a moment of judgment of someone, that moment is showing me something about myself. It has nothing to do with them at all. At all. Now, when I honor that moment and I move into unwinding that part of me, uh, honoring and giving voice to that part of me, that got stuck in that moment, that stuck in that moment that the dog ran after the boy, he got stuck. And instead moving and allowing that, that's what my spontaneous transformation technique does. And there's other techniques out there that are doing the same thing. And it's basically belief busting, unwinding it, unraveling it, allowing space to be created in our field because we now shine the light of consciousness of what's creating our reaction, which is a belief. Okay, I'll give you another story. I was walking through the forest with my mentor and in Ecuador. Uh, in, we were 500 miles from a road. We were hanging out with the indigenous people. We were walking through this rainforest, you know, where they have the ants with the leaves on their, on their shoulders and these enormous spiders <laughs> and anacondas, you know, uh, out there somewhere. And it was pretty crazy. And we're walking through the forest and my friend, he points 
I, had, I just had this wild breakthrough and had asked him a couple of questions around this thing. And he pointed at a plant and he said, okay, that plant is the last of its kind in the whole world. It's, that's it. Once that plant is, is picked, it's over. That plant will never, and that plant could heal, heal people of cancer. And so he reaches down, he pulls the plant out. And he said, he didn't actually do it, but he said, I'm going to go pull out the plant. And he says, and your reaction will be, if that is your belief, that that's the most important plant in the universe, you're going to now say, what the hell did you just do? How dare you? I can't believe you did this. What is going on? Oh my God, I can't believe. Can you feel it? At the outrage, right? Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. there's a- Politically wise, you're exactly- you're You exactly got it? Mimicking, okay. yes. You I got it. So there, now there's the other side, right? And then the other side is that uh, you've been told, you've been told that this plant is a weed. And that he says that when I pick this weed, it's the last of its kind on the planet, and we will finally, finally be rid of this horrible weed. And then if I, when I pick that weed, you're going to throw a belief at me because that's your belief. You're going to throw that, a reaction to me based on your belief that that's the last weed. The reaction you're going to throw right at me is, oh, you're my hero. Oh, my God. Celebrations around the planet. We finally, finally got rid of that weed. Now, the plant is exactly the same two completely different beliefs about the plant that create reactions. Okay? That's what's happening. Now, you asked about boundaries. If we understand the th the, what created those beliefs, if we understand, and this is deep, deep in the unconscious, by the way, and we access the parts of us that had that moment of trauma and help them to feel the feelings of what really happened and unwind it and change that belief in the moment so you, we have perspective, then we have now created this amazing energy of space in our field of being that allows us to now respond instead of react. And that is actually what the new energy of boundary is. It's not actually boundary. It's just our power. It's us standing in our power and standing in deep consciousness so that we are no longer beings of absolute reaction, but instead beings of, of responsibility. We have an ability now to respond to life circumstances instead of react and push against them. Instead of bracing against life, we stand in the middle of, the, of, the, of life moving around us in neutrality. And that, to me, is what the new energy of quote-unquote boundary is. So you can see I see mm. it a lot differently than the old dogma of things like boundary and things. And you even talked about and, and I hope this is okay because I, I, you know, I'm not contrarian. I'm just seeing things so differently now as I heal. Yeah, even, go ahead. Even things like um, being an empath. You know, mm -hmm. I did a very controversial show recently where I talked about uh, what if everyone's an empath? What if no one mm -hmm. is more empathic than anyone else? What if everyone's an empath, but we all have these levels of repression? from the things that happen mm -hmm. to us that everyone on this on this planet is actually an empath and yet and it becomes another crutch oh yeah but i'm an empath <laughs> well aren't yeah. we adorable aren't we adorable it's just another coping mechanism <laughs> no, we're so cute we're i think so it's cute. great though i think it's great because i've seen this exactly what you're talking about in the way of the specialness factor with empath i only know 
that I only know what it's like to function in my body. And when I was younger, being, you know, the volume was so turned up and I had no boundaries. And so as an empath, my volume, my sensitivity was super turned up. What people do is, is that they can numb out, they can, you know, hide in their home, they can force all these judgments as boundaries to keep other people out. So I can see that. Whereas for some people, they're, they don't want to be sensitive. So they use anger as their way of, of, you know, keeping people away. So uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't necessarily know that that's a label where somebody, I could say you're definitely not it because I'm not in their body. I have no idea, but yeah, be controversial. It's like, without a new thought, how are we going to grow? Yeah. If we all still kick around the same shit from 10 years ago, we really will not grow. It will be impossible. I yeah, think that's but, so beautiful and, that you're bringing that up. And the shit from 10 years ago, there's, you're, you're probably not dealing with the same shit from 10 years ago because you've been unwinding it slowly but surely. Uh, but it seems like it's the same shit from 10 years ago, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but it's not. It's not. And, you know, what if every single little kid was as sensitive as what you're saying? What if that were true? Mm-hmm. Every single child on this planet started as an empath. What if every yeah. single one and that, that you or I or anyone was not special in their sensitivities? Um, I would agree with you there. They just all show it in a different way. And so, well, like I said, for some kids, it's the bullying. For some kids, it's, it shows as their sensitivity. Yeah. And, and their sensitivity, maybe the bully was the greatest empath. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent <laughs> point. No, right? it's so, true, so it's though. a coping it's mechanism. Usually they're the ones. It's a mm-hmm. coping mechanism that represses, represses our ability to be empathic. And empathic goes very, very, very hand in hand with compassion. Mm. Yes. What I see within, with a bully, whether it's somebody on the internet, like, you know, somebody just called them keyboard gangsters, you know, people that <laughs> be on their, yeah. their um, keyboard, which I thought that was hilarious. Whether it's a bully in the doing that type of behavior on the internet, they're just trying to raise their vibration. They don't know that. They're trying in some way to make them feel some, themselves feel better. And like you're saying, depending upon which person you are, you can't see it from their perspective. Right, so I think right. that's... They're, they're and, just... Yeah, that's a brilliant point, um, Jenny. That's a brilliant point. And it's, you know, they're just doing the best they can. They don't know... This is their coping mechanism. That, that came out of, you know, their coping mechanism is to lash out. Some mm-hmm. people's coping mechanism is to be super shy. Some people's coping ne- mechanism is to lash out. Uh, you know, bullying energy um, comes 100% from judgment. And judgment is, I mean, uh, you know, if I, if I really look at it, judgment was one of my, uh, my I was really good at it. Boy. I was good at that too. I kind of had a, I was a poster child for judgment, I think five years running. (laughs) And, you know, I judge people to feel safe, 100%. Okay, so let's just think about that. I judge people to feel safe. When they were judged, they were all over there, wrapped up in a big bow of judgment, tight, 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 so that they could not impact me. And I was safe over here as a result. As a result, too, I didn't get to know them. As a result, I didn't give Mm -hmm. them a chance to be friends with me. I didn't give them a chance to have any kind of intimacy with me. Um, And I'm not Mm -hmm. talking about sexual. I'm just talking about intimacy. Mm -hmm. Um, But so so who who got to experience the the best, the the deepest results of that judgment was me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so I judged for that so that I could feel safe. Now, what if that's what they're doing? 
What if they're judging mm-hmm. to feel safe? Now, that changes everything. Stand, everyone just stand in the, in the middle, if you will, right now, of, of, of the bullies. Whether you've had an experience recently on Facebook or you've had an experience in fest, see them standing right in front of you. Okay? Good. Now, you've been at the effect of their bullying, and it didn't feel good. Okay, so now there they are standing in front of you. And behind them, you see all of their stories like the little boy. You see the times that they were um, not seen, not honored, yelled at, not, not acknowledged, not loved. And you see all of them with all of these things behind it. And, and I want, want you to watch how the beliefs layer and layer and layer and layer and layer and layer and layer, and layer creating this field of capacity for compassion that is almost non-existent because their beliefs are so strongly protecting them, so profoundly protecting them that they can't see it, but we can see it. And when we see these people, then we become these, I call, I call this new energy that we, can be, that we can become as a prism of love because we are refracting the, the rainbow energy uh, that's a little bit uh, lollipop and, um, you know, but lollipopish, but, and rose colored glasses, but we, <laughs> rainbow energy is, 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 uh, you know, is real. It's like when rain goes through uh, water, it's a prism that creates the rainbow. So that's really what we're doing. We become prisms that can see who they really are. And that becomes a moment of compassion. And when we're in a moment of compassion, I want you to just feel this. I don't know if you can feel this, but there is space in your field. There is space in your field. It has nothing to do with them. We're not here to heal them. We are here for you to see something different. And when you do, you have space to start responding. Now, here's what happens when you have responsibility. You have the ability to change. When you are responsible, you now have it in your hands to change. You now have choice. And when we start seeing through this new lens of everyone's doing the best they can, everyone has a really good reason for the way they're behaving. We now have, and there's a beautiful unwinding happening right now as, the, as, as your audience's minds are chewing on this and creating a release in your field of being and creating space in your field of building to have this responsibility, this ability to respond. There we go. And I'm just tracking the energy. <clears throat> this is the spontaneous transformation frequency. And that may sound a little woo-woo, but it's kind of like Reiki. There's a frequency that's part of this system of healing. And it's just here to support. There we go. Okay, that just resolved too. <laughs> so did you hand, uh, under, know that we were going to go so deep? So I, I was hoping okay. so. What do you think I like you for, right? <laughs> no, I like you. Okay. I like you for both sides. I like you for the the juicy realness that you bring, but also for like to me, we say woo woo, but it's so us that it's like that's. I feel like we sometimes say that to people to be like, okay, just to, just to practice this. Like this might sound woo woo, but it's like normal to me. Where I'm like, of course it's energy. Why do we have <laughs> right? yes, yes? But I think there's a practical thing for people where as I'm feeling them showing what you said there's questions and objections that come up. So they're like, you know, because they want to go back into the victim archetype, which is also what we're seeing healing on the planet, which is what I feel like um, is, you would agree with that. That's coming up to heal with all of this political stuff. It's like somebody has to feel like a victim. 
But when you can look at the bully, you know, I've, I've befriended a bully that was making fun of me in a video and I reached out to them and we were able to find love together, like a connection. But then there are other bullies online where you, you are not going to, you're not going to react because I've reacted at times. I will totally say I'm guilty of that. But if I can just instead let myself process it, like don't react at that moment, process it, and then you can respond. But for some of us, we're not necessarily going to see them as a spiritual being, but we can allow ourselves to like be not attached that they're the villain any longer. Right. So we don't have to be friends with them because they're in their, they're in, yes, in, yes, that's they're true. in that's their true. asshole. And that's okay because that's their evolution. Just that's like true. you and I have been in our asshole, right? But here's the deal, Jenny. When If we are reacting, it's ours. Mm. If we're mm-hmm. reacting, it's ours. If, it's, if we're reacting, it's ours because it's sticking to us. When we finally come to this place of neutrality, we can look at it all and look at them again as we just looked at those individuals and said, wow, they're, they're really struggling. Wow, they're really responding to something and they have a good reason for responding to something but if we mm. are if we are taken down the road of reaction it's exactly what you said it's it, this is our place then to stop and say oh this is mine this mm. is our place to stop and say oh there's something that happened that created a belief that is and that but i'm throwing my belief at that at that plant now and in this case i'm throwing my belief at that guy saying how dare here how dare he mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's a belief that's yeah. a belief and so that's what mm-hmm. you're talking about i love that what you just shared which is that's our moment to to process that's our moment to pause and and it's not you know i i'm changing the language at least for myself to one of this is something i need to do or have to do to one of um do i want more freedom do i want to create more space mm-hmm. in my field do i want to have a time yeah. where i can look at him in neutrality which also contains love and, and not react. And I don't have to do anything now. Like I, I recently posted a, a little video that, that, that was about, you know, a Jesus and Buddhist Buddha and Muhammad. And, um, you know, we got, I got a lot of reactions of people saying, you know, you're evil, Shock. you're the devil. And, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and, it, and it was interesting because I, I see it, uh, you know, uh, the Christians were horrified, like the, 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 the evangelical Christians were horrified that I would even think of comparing Jesus to, to um, Buddha and Muhammad. I mean, they were horrified and I get it and I get why I totally understand why. Um, and, it's not how I think, it's not my beliefs, but they have a very clear, distinct set of beliefs about what is and what isn't. And what if that's okay? What if that's okay? And the fact that they attacked me is just a direct result of their beliefs, and I understand that so powerfully. Now, I don't want that on my feet, so I just delete them and ban them. I mean, so mm, I now have this yeah. action that I can take, but I am not engaged. I am mm-hmm. not in reaction. I'm just going, ah, that's what they believe. And it, what if that's okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm probably not yeah. going to change any of those people, any of those cheap people's minds, even if they're listening to this show, they're probably not going to change their mind. And what if that's okay? Yeah. Right? No, it's, it's fine. To me, though, I've gotten to a place where it's, it, it is like God is different flavors of ice cream. And whether even if you're an atheist and you just, you, your connection to something is love or whatever it is. I, it always blows my mind. Like, can't we just all agree to like ice cream? And I kind of try to make it playful because really, would you ever sit here and argue with me if I was like, mint chocolate chip is the best. And you were like, no, it's chocolate. Like, 
could we fight about it? Like how yeah. long could we fight about this? Temper? I know. Isn't that how crazy? But that's what it is, though. And and because God's never, the God energy itself is never wrong. It's that, you know, and I, and hey, listen, Jenny, Catholic, but it's never yeah. wrong unless you think it's wrong. I mean, that's the thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. All of it is based on beliefs, 100%. Uh, 100%. <laughs> it's all beliefs. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so religion, all of it, like, like that was just a belief and it was a really beautiful belief. Like there's some wonderful beliefs that I have, you know, I believe that I'm here for a reason. I'm here. I believe that my soul came down here as a spiritual scientist to play in the experiments that my soul designed for me, but that's a belief. But that particular mm. belief makes me feel great. I love that belief. And, you know, every so often I have these, you know, I hear laughter in the background from guides and, and that's probably a belief too, that they're laughing saying, Oh my God, that's adorable that you believe that. As long as it makes you feel good, go for it. But that's not really what it is. Like none of us really know what it is. There is no absolute on this planet. There's only the beliefs that we have established from the things that happened to us that created those conclusions about life and who we are, that created the beliefs, that created the patterns, that created the the framework of our universe that is now attracting everything in our life from that energy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and that's and right there like take that to the bank now but that's so true because it is is if the belief makes you feel good then don't worry about it but for from my experience if there's any wiggle room that you might be wrong is why you have to fight because i don't need to fight with uh, somebody who doesn't believe god is ice cream because i i don't really mean god is ice cream but like the belief makes me feel good and it makes me inclusive of people so mm-hmm. I think beliefs really serve us when they make us feel good and inclusive. Because if I felt like other people were wrong and bad and everything, that doesn't that doesn't create space and freedom for me. So I think that's beautiful. But I love the, the fact that we can talk about language in such a way that you and I listening to you know the speakers on Healing with the Masters, people use different words because it unlocks different realities with different sure. people. And you might yeah. hear it different on a Tuesday than you hear it on a Thursday. And yeah. we need different verbiage. We need. For, I, I'm glad you're bringing up things that making me sit here and be like, hmm, that's awesome. Okay, yeah, I am. I'm chewing, I'm chewing, I'm chewing. And I love it because we're meant to do that. And I love the idea that you say you're a scientist because it's like we've also heard seeker. But you're, but even one step further, scientist is that like you're really playing with it. And I love that. I love that. It's like I'm just picturing my kids with like science experiments. It's like a beautiful visual. But I want you to tell them, tell the audience, um, about your healing technique, how they can how they can get to know more about you. Now they're like, I need to know this one. Yes, yes. Um, there, we actually have something really special that we're, we've created um, so that people can really indoctrinate into the, the system and uh, understand it deeply. It's a a set of power healing uh, attunements. It starts with a set of attunements, and I call these attunements. They're kind of like Reiki, if you know Reiki, um, in that they are like keys that actually come from you to you through me and these keys are uh i've created five like building block keys that uh, allow an opening into uh, a new conversation so it starts with that and then uh and then i also deliver a spontaneous transformation um uh in a a week of, of videos and healings and we finish with 21 days where we gather together to do power healings every morning at 8 a.m. So that's part of, of what's available to you if, if you go to spontaneoustransformation.com. 
uh, it'll lead you into that. You just have to register and you're going to get all that free stuff. It's all free. Um, and, uh, and we get to play together. So you get to really play in the, the dynamic of what I'm talking about here and go into the attunements. And then we do power healings and really it's designed to break habits of thinking. Uh, we have had the most amazing miracles show up. Um, this will be my third round with this and we're refining and refining as we go. So you're coming at a really good time because we're at this really pristine understanding of what people experience as they go through this program. And again, it's a, it's completely free. Um, you know, I, uh, I really get that I'm here uh, on a mission to help as many souls as I can to understand who you really are. And you are incredibly magnificent. Oh my gosh. I get to, mm. I have this wacky capacity to see all, all your audience and uh man there's some oof, there's some uh um people on the front edge of the curve here that um that are really going to benefit from this so that yeah spontaneoustransformation.com i'll teach you how to use the system a little bit and um and we're going to do these attunements and power healings um and some spontaneous transformation to really change it all um it's basically seven a seven step system that allows you to unravel these old things without diving into them so there's no going into the, the, um, the old uh, story, the old thing that happened, the old trauma. We do not go there. But we, find, we access it in a way that allows it to completely unwind. And it's so gentle, so safe, so quick. Um, it's, you know, within 10 to 15 minutes, there's a spontaneous transformation that happens. And it's, it's, it's really exciting, actually. We've got almost 800 uh, people in our certification program right now. It's, it's, it's really um, a, a system that's starting to sweep the whole planet. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. And now I'm going to, like, go right now to the web and, and sign up. That's so cool. I, you always had such a way of giving so much to people where it's just um, – unbelievable the value that you can get so everybody thank you i want to say thank you so much jennifer it's it's been like it's just like you just get to talk to one of your teachers that you've been following for so long and you get to like just soak them up and soak in their wisdom and i love the fact that you're making me think and like now i'm, I'm gonna have to re-listen and be like yeah what do i think what do i think all oh, this is so cool and I <laughs> that's love it wonderful because- jenny and i appreciate you so much because um this the, the conversation we're having is is uh a little different than, than, than the conversations I've had even on healing with the masters. So, and your willingness has just been beautiful to play along. And I love that you actually said the word play. That's exactly what this is about. You're absolutely tapped in you brilliant genius pants that you are. Thank you. That's why I started the podcast because I wanted to play. I wanted to play and create that energy where we sit here and, and I don't need to sit here and prove anything. I'm like soaking up what you would say. And I think it's so beautiful. And I think you have such a beautiful way of conveying it where you're like, just chew on it. I don't need to be right. You're like, it's just a belief. I love that. It's like, people are like, wait, she just said that, but now she's saying it's a belief because that's something where you allowed some wiggle room with the audience who are listening mm-hmm. to be like, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because if you came in and you're like, this is Jennifer's wire of the highway and this is it. Then it's like, Oh, well, you know, do I like this? Do I like that? You still have great points, but the fact that you're very much empowering them, to think is I think so beautiful. So thank uh, you so much, thank Jennifer. You. Thanks for having me, thank love. You. It's been fun. Yes. Thank you so much. And everyone, this is Jenny G. Perry and you are listening to Goddess and Gab. Thank you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.